0: what up what up it is golden spaces an odyssey original podcast with justin and matt so we are here after yet another warriors road loss and until these guys stop making a fool of me i keep saying the road loss stuff is over and they keep losing on the road um And yet, Justin, I don't know if it is my um, bias as a Warriors fan, if I'm delusional. But I just refuse to believe that the Warriors are incapable of winning on the road. I refuse to believe that they've just forgotten how to win on the road. So, yeah, I mean, we do need to break down the game, but I think I actually want to start there, like. I mean, you and I have always talked about the fact that like having home court in the playoffs is important no matter how people try to minimize it, right? Um, And the whole road versus um, playing at home thing is largely about role players, not star players, right? So we know that. Um, And one would imagine in the playoffs, like Steve Kerr's going for it. And what I mean by that is like still with some of the rotations tonight and things like, it's like, okay, you're not fully, fully going for it. Cause you're still like resting, like wanting to get rest for guys and things like that. Right. Um, so the rotations to me, were still a little like, seriously, Kerr? like we're not at the stage yet where we're just like going for it. So, I don't know if it's those things that make me say like all right when they really have to win a game on the road they will but at some point they got to start winning games on the road. So um are you worried? Do you think they're incapable of winning on the road? I just help me understand this because it's it's starting to become something perplexing to me.
1: Mhm. I don't think they're incapable. I think they just need to be whole. Like they do, they don't have the team to be able to withstand like good teams or even average level teams playing well at home. Like they can't, they just can't withstand it. Like they need all of their troops in order to do it, Um, which is obviously not the same as last year where, you know, guys were in and out of lineup all season and they were still winning games on the road just because they just had that, that group that had the experience. Um, they had different skill sets they can go to and, you know, depending on matchups, they can lean one way as opposed to another. Whereas right now, especially without Wiggins, without GP Two providing the inside presence and providing the perimeter defensive presence, it's like we're living and we're down by the three. Right. Today a team got close enough from three to them that all the other aspects of the game were the difference, right? Like the finishing inside and the free throws. This uh, discrepancy or disparity um that's what won the thunder the game like yeah Steph hit 10 threes Clay hit five the Warriors hit 20 as a team but OKC hit 17 right so you didn't you didn't lose the three-point battle by a ton but you won the inside battle and you won the free throw battle and yeah I just think they just it's very hard for them to win without their entire team playing right now on the road Whereas on the home, at home, other teams don't shoot as well from three, so it's a little bit easier to get by when you don't have all your troops. And I think that's really And the role really players good. are yeah. going to play better. Right. Role players are going to play better, for sure. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, was the shooting fake or real from OKC tonight? It was a little fake. It's a little it was fake. a little fake. I
1: think they shot like 40-something, 45, 46% from three. Um, Lou Dort hit two threes. He's like a 30% shooter. Um, Usman Jang, he's about 35 or something percent, which is like he can hit an open three, but I think he was two for five. Isaiah Joe's a knockdown shooter, so you can expect him to shoot some. Shea is an okay shooter, but he hit two threes. I, I don't even think he averages two, two three-point makes a game. Like everybody that played for the Thunder hit a three, and only like two or three of them didn't hit multiple threes. So that's that's very clearly fake um and it is what it is like for some reason every team just decides not to miss when the Warriors come into their building and that's just what comes with being a champs I guess
0: yeah of course like Shea hadn't been playing then he decided to play tonight um so of course I'm expecting John Morant to play in the next game though they just have so much going on that may not happen I don't know like there's just been a lot of talk that he might miss a number of games and they have other things going on with their team but I mean regardless we saw them come back against the Clippers and they didn't win but they had like a really big quarter the other night so can't really like sleep on any team and they'll be at home but um the the turnovers so there's two things that you said one is really becoming a pet peeve of mine but i'll we'll revisit that in a second the turnovers we know that this team is a turnover prone team but when they're as excessive as they were in this game like that's just hard so you're continuing to get into a deficit having to climb back in, and they do. They keep climbing back in, and they get within one. They get within a few. They keep doing it, right? Um, Now, when they're doing that, are they doing it with their defense, or are they just, like, not being sloppy, and then, like, their offense is good and the other side is missing? And and I'm asking that because it was still a pretty high-scoring game. Like, Mm -hmm. at the half, both teams had over 60. So I'm still a little shaky on the Warriors' defense.
1: Yeah, I think you know the defense for today. It was mostly just OKC just couldn't miss, and then they just kept fouling, or at least they were they kept getting called for fouls, um, and that just kind of let OKC get right back into a rhythm, and they just started hitting jump shots again. Shay couldn't miss from mid range. Giddy was hitting jump shots and floaters. Jalen Williams, um, yeah, they like I said the off air the Warriors just keep finding new ways to lose on the road. They lost to the Lakers because they couldn't score. And now they lost to the Thunder because they couldn't stop them from scoring. Like, a high-scoring game they lose, low-scoring game they lose. Um, it's it's just getting old. They, I mean, GP2 and Wiggins can't come back soon enough, to be honest. Like, they need everything that those two guys bring. They need that. I think that's the biggest puzzle piece that can, you know, help them get right on the road.
0: Yeah, the thing is, we have no sense of when wigs may come back. Um, And the turnovers, some of them did seem to be like a team that's not familiar with each other, like miscommunications. and, and, And I guess what I mean by that is like a lack of familiarity with playing with one another. Not all of them, some of them. But then some of them also were just like stupid, like, and and I, I, and like by the end, even though they were sort of trying to still win, I think they had like checked out, like that pass Clay tried to do like, Clay, who, who were you passing to that? Like there, there was no one there who was going to get that pass. It's just like, you know, things like that. It's like, Okay, like you, you've you've checked out of this game. I get it. Like you've decided that there's probably not a way to win, which is why that pass happened. But like Steph was still trying to win the game. <laughs> For like mm-hmm. a good portion of that, he was still trying to win the game. Um, now we're recording right now. So I'm not seeing what the post game stuff is, nor do I, nor am I interested in hearing them. But my guess is it's going to be. A lot of now's the time. We got to do it. Steph looked not pleased. Like, he wasn't, like, smiling and laughing. And he wasn't, like, yelling at anyone. But you could just see it in his face. Like, you you can tell when he's not pleased. And then there was, like, some other stuff that, like, happened during the game. So, which I want to dig into. But Let's just finish wrapping up talking about the game like collectively. Is there anything else that you noticed um that key takeaways? Anything that you thought was important to call out that we haven't already discussed?
1: Yeah, I mean, I hate to be this guy, but the referees were absolutely pathetic tonight. Um, countless offensive fouls that were just terrible calls on the Warriors. A lot of their turnovers were that, right? illegal screen calls that never get called um Josh Giddy's parked into the restricted area just flops off of Draymond bumping him gets the call Steph sets a didn't even set a screen Isaiah Joe just falls offensive foul going the other way that um, loose ball like
0: call at the end with Dante ball, and, yeah or, well, Dante like, did, what was that
1: he called it as soon as Dante touched the ball like he didn't even get a chance. And to he collide. ran into
0: Dante. Like to me, exactly. Dante got to the ball first. I guess is what I'm saying.
1: Exactly. So terrible, <laughs> terrible all across the board. They they walk into the paint and get a foul every single time. Steph's having to throw up anything, still not getting calls. Um, just terrible, terrible officiating tonight. And it it helped the Thunder out. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not going to say this. Rather why they won the game, but they definitely got some help from the refs. Um, it was just a pathetic, pathetic show. And I think really in the second half, it was really nasty <laughs> against the Warriors. So that's one thing I definitely take away from the game, but Warriors play better and it doesn't, it shouldn't come down to that, but just terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to get into a couple of the players and some other stuff. So let's uh move on from this recap.
1: For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
0: So before we actually dig into the players, I just want to say I am personally getting disgusted by the number of threes the Warriors take. Like it like we're really reaching rockets levels of three. It's like, come on. Come on. And um, I get it. I get that we have the splash bros. But it's like, how many times do they have to see like that this excessive amount of threes not working for them to clean it up for a game, go inside more, you know, get, you know, Kaminga going downhill. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Jordan will, will drive some more and attack or take some middies and then they just revert back to the same thing. Like, I, I just, I don't understand. I, I, I literally am perplexed. Like, do, do you not feel during the game that it's not working? And it's like, I understand that stuff is back. I do. I understand it. But it's like all the good things that you guys bob up has like now gone out the window, the mm-hmm. defense, you know, playing the defense because you need to play it. Maybe because you don't have like the offensive firepower. That's gone. Like I'm not seeing Clay do some of the stuff that he was doing before. Jordan, I guess you're back to now trying to figure it out on the bench. But I like I just the the number of threes. It is disgusting to me.
1: I feel you. I mean, with with Steph and Clay, they definitely hunt their threes a little bit, um, but. I'm cool with them taking any amount of threes, really, as long as they're good shots. And I think tonight they were mostly good shots and stuff was hot. Right. But just like last Not episode, that. Jordan, fucking Jordan Poole, bro. Wait, it's hold no on. Reason. I am going to say
0: this about Clay, though. I just, I really do feel like Clay is a really great cutter. And I still think he can move some more and, yeah. and get some other things closer to the rim. I
1: do. He only took four twos today. That's got to be higher. Yeah. Um, Jordan Poole and he what he went two for four on those twos. Yeah, Jordan Poole. No, actually, he went four for four on those twos. Probably should have some more. Yeah.
0: Exactly, like this is.
1: <laughs> but Jordan, that one was- for seven from three, three for five from two. Why are you taking more threes than twos? He should never take more threes than twos. You are not that level of shooter. You never have been, and you definitely aren't this season. Like your jump shot is, it's just not there this season. It can get there. But you have to be the guy attacking the rim. Dante DiVincenzo is not going to attack the rim as a scorer. That's not his thing. Any, uh, it never really was his thing. But it's definitely not his thing now. He's a spot up shooter, ball mover, stuff like that. Kaminga eight for eleven, mostly twos. Draymond five or seven, mostly twos. So shout out to them for that. But it all comes back to Jordan Poole. Or you have to be the guy attacking the rim. There's no yeah, shot I mean, blocker. His though, was like
0: nowhere tonight. Like I mean, he just he didn't really help that much offensively. Um, sorry, I'm just, Got to get down I mean,
1: he, at the end of the game, he had like two wide open threes that is like a player of his caliber. You got to expect him to hit those and he didn't hit them because his jumpers is not there this season, but you got to make it an emphasis to say, forget the three, man. If the, if the lane is there for me to drive, you just got to take it, especially since there's no shot blockers on OKC, like he should be living at the line. He should be living exactly. in the paint. Um, Look
0: at Aaron Fox. Look at what he's doing. You can be yeah. that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're,
0: you're quick. You can get anywhere you want. Like, I, I just don't understand.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, we brought it up last pod about how he's been yanked and all that type of stuff. It just seems like I don't know exactly how much Kerr is really like leaning into Jordan to make certain leaps in his game, right? We see some of the stuff he does defensively that he was doing early in the season or even last season where it's like, why are you even doing that? Like, are you being coached out of this? Because it doesn't seem like he is, you know? Like there's certain instances where he's on an island with the player one-on-one, guy gives him a good move and he immediately just puts both hands on him as if he's like, like a little kid trying to guard an adult and it's a foul every time or they just blow by him and, they, and he lay it up. And it's like, How is this still a habit? This is not a championship level habit. And then the whole three-point hunting stuff, like just get to the rim. How is he not being coached to do this? I don't, I just don't understand it. And I mean, it's not just that cut and dry, but I mean, the change in mentality has to be there. Got to be more defensive minded and got to be more downhill minded. That's just going to take his game and take the team to another level, but he just hasn't done it all season. So I'm just curious as to why that is.
0: Him, Kaminga, and when Andrew Wiggins come back, like it should always be downhill stuff, like for them. Like it
1: should be a red line.
0: Yeah, like I, I and it's like because I don't think that they I mean, you know, um Lamb did not play tonight, so that gave Kaminga more time. And that's the thing. Like he look at like he just scored a like a good amount for him because like he just had the time to play and he was in the game, right? But I just feel like they need to be intentional about actions for Kaminga and actions for Wiggins, who we know often will get lost, and Jordan. Like, Jordan, we need your scoring, but your scoring should be going downhill. And, like, it will end up opening up threes for you. Like, you'll get into rhythm, you'll feel good, and then you can, like, work yourself inside out versus, like, outside in. Like, I just... Mm -hmm. this seems so, like basic this seems so
1: and that's rudimentary. why i'm like i'm like who's not who's telling him or who isn't telling him to do these things because if we see it i know they see it so it's like is it the whole oh draymond punched you so we don't want to like we don't want to seem like we're piling on to you <laughs> you know what i mean like is it kind of heard like, heard a, heard like
0: talk about it himself? in the post game so it's just like what and obviously doing?
1: like their, their their struggles this season is not all on him. I mean, that's not No, we're not that
0: saying clear. that.
1: But it's just something that is an easy opportunity for for him and the team to get another edge to help them this season and they just like it's a missed opportunity cuz they just haven't been he hasn't been doing it.
0: No, and while I love seeing Steph score 40, that's not the way. It should be like Steph like closer to 30, Clay like between 20 and 25. And Jordan, like high teens to 20. Like, that's what it should be.
1: Yeah. And I mean, today, their defense was just pitiful. Like, they had, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty balanced. Like, Steph had 40, 23 shots, really efficient. But I mean, Kaminga put in 20 something. Clay put in 20 something. It's just, they just couldn't guard a soul.
0: No, no. There was (laughs) like no defense. That's why I'm just like,
1: first and third quarters, their defense have been. It's been horrible Um probably all season, but I specifically remember um they just suck. They just suck to start games and, and start so halves, whether he, it's offensively or defensively.
0: getting into deficits to start.
1: Yeah. Against the Lakers, they couldn't score in the first or the third quarter, and against the Thunder tonight, they couldn't stop the Thunder from scoring in the first or third quarter. 77 points combined first and third quarter, so.
0: And then there's a clip floating around on um, NBA Twitter of, like, Draymond getting frustrated by Poole.
1: Yeah, he was doing too much right there. I get it because he was open and it's like he wants the ball to be moved and stuff like that. But pounding and then trying to show your teammate up right there just because he missed you on a split second cut. That was just doing a lot in my opinion
0: yeah i mean there's just like obviously stuff there between the two of them still and so i mean dre's like that but it's also just like your level of ex- exasperation with him it's probably also what led you to punch him like earlier in the season if we're just being real like you just you just get short with him you know sometimes mm-hmm. there's people like that like they're just triggers for you they're short they like they just make you kind of lose your patience sooner. And it seems like Jordan has that effect on him and, and maybe even a couple of others on the team, you know, like he can be annoying, but it's like. And, and some of this is because of the situation you guys put yourselves in. And so now like the stress levels are like, I don't know if it's stress, but it's just like, we got to win. We got to do this. It's not happening. And that's also what leads to like the mistakes and the rush shit stuff on the floor, Right. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we got to make something shake and, you know, you're not making things shake. And so, you know, it's just like a snowball effect and, um, they got to get to the post-season. So they have a spot in the top six and then it's like the slate is just wiped clean, but you would like to see some better habits from them going in. And, um, we've seen it we see flashes of it during the game right so they got to put it all together but i still see remnants of the championship team in there even with them down players so it's just like y'all gotta figure it out until you get your guys back
1: yep gotta put it both together and not just at home (laughs) but um I mean, well, as we speak, the Mavericks just won, meaning the Warriors are down to six.
0: six right, because they own the tiebreaker. I was hoping the Mavs would lose. They have the same record, but Mavs have the tiebreaker right now, right? But
1: right. so we play the
0: Mavs again. So we have the how many how many times have we played the Mavs so far this year? Once or twice? Once. So they should be seeing each other two more times.
1: Uh yeah. At a minimum, mm. they might only see him twice. Yeah, March twenty
0: second, but they had to. They have to usually play at least three times a they, year.
1: They played them twice. They beat them once. That was a game. Steph got re injured. That was a game. Steph oh, okay. had to look at the ligament injury, and they lost to them earlier in the season where Clay missed the shot to send it to overtime.
0: So then, why are they ahead of us if we have the same record?
1: Probably margin of victory. Actually, no, nah, because they only they won by three and they must have a
0: tiebreaker good. in some other category. Are they in the same division?
1: No, they are not.
0: They might they're be somewhat. like leading their division or something. They might be maybe that's a you know what I mean? Could be. Because I think sometimes if you like win your division, you that's automatically like a tie you break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If it's one-one and they have the same exact record, then I don't understand why Dallas right now technically is ahead of them. But they're in a statistical yeah. tie for that spot.
1: Right. Dallas is second in their division. The Warriors are third in their division.
0: My pizza vision record. My pizza vision record. Um okay. So Anyway, let's let let, let's let's move off of this. You want to look ahead a little bit.
1: (laughs) Big stretch coming up. Yeah, even bigger now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. all nba warriors you are now tuned into golden spaces with matt and Justin.
0: their next game is against memphis and then they have milwaukee and then they have is it phoenix
1: then phoenix and then the clippers who are only a half game behind
0: yeah but the Clippers, I don't really trust them. So they'll probably lose something before then. But they, the Warriors have three games, one of which is at home. But the thing is, they're coming off of two losses. So they're going to be desperate. They're going to play desperate somewhere and win. So um, hoping they get at least two of the next three. But. I was going to just say like they're going to win the next three but I know we're like off of like making predictions on this show so um, (laughs) I just I really do think they're going to win that Milwaukee game at home I do I don't know why but that's my instinct Um, and I just also feel like Like, I don't feel like, even though I don't want them to lose, I don't feel like losing to Memphis is a big of a deal because you've already beaten Memphis twice this year and they'll still have, like, one more game against Memphis. The only thing will be, like, if Jot isn't there and the team is kind of in shambles, you need to capitalize on it. And you've yet failed to capitalize on LeBron not playing. And then, like, you know, I don't want to just, like, make it seem like OKC just sucks because they actually don't. And so, you know, they're, they're not just, like, when people are making it seem like they're a team that the Warriors should have just walked in and beaten, it's not so simple, but, um,
1: and they already beat OKC twice. It's hard to keep beating the team. Like,
0: right. So, but to me, you have like, you didn't beat Milwaukee and the Suns have won the last two games. Like those games, you got to win. You got to win them. I don't even care that Kevin Durant's there. You got to win it for just like the season story and, you know, whatever. So, um, like I said, I would like them to beat Memphis. And I think now's the time to pounce on Memphis because they're in shambles. They're in shambles. Like they've lost some players. Even if Ja is coming back, you know, I don't know. Steven Adams is playing yet. Like they just, they are in shambles. So you go in on the attack, or you know, we'll see. So I don't know what their approach is gonna be, you know, but we'll see, I guess.
1: Yeah. Memphis is somehow beating the Lakers right now. I mean the Lakers are just kind of, you know.
0: No, but that's good. Yeah. I want the I want them to win mm-hmm. rather than lose. <laughs> Cause then
1: <Sure>. less
0: desperate. <laughs>
1: that's desperate and then it also pushes the lakers back the lakers down down. yeah
0: so i'm actually rooting for memphis tonight are they in la
1: yes Yes. Okay.
0: well the warriors could only lose two more games to hit 50 this season and i'm my guess is they're not going to go undefeated for the rest of the season so pretty sure this won't be a 50 game season can we get to 45 you think
1: yeah, I think so. I think so. Um just so you doing still the think number. the run
0: is coming?
1: Yeah, even before – I mean, at the, during the All-Star break, I already looked at the schedule, and I said, first six or so games out of the All-Star break, they should win at least four of those, and they have. Um, And then this stretch in the middle right here, just try to go 500, try to win five out of 10. And then the last eight or so games of the season, um, five of them are at home. You play Philly, Minnesota, New Orleans, San Antonio, Denver, OKC again, Sacramento, Portland. They should win like six of those games, like at least. So it's kind of like a mini run after the all-star break. Then it get a little interesting. And then another run to end the season. And they'll probably end up somewhere around 45, 46 wins. So... 0-2 Owen oh, two on this in that middle stretch, so they gotta go five and three to finish out that stretch before they get a nice little home stand and get ready for the playoffs, and hopefully Wiggins and Gary are back by then, and they'll be running running a little bit. <sighs>
0: well, Justin, I truly don't have much more to say. Actually, I don't have any more to say. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just, they need to get it together. I'm sure we'll see some post-game commentary. But like I said, I, you know, whatever. I'm not in the mood to hear any of it. I know what I'm expecting. I'll see once I watch it and listen to it, if it aligns with what I thought it would be. But I'm just like over them. I'm over them. (laughs) We didn't do a vibe check tonight we're not high vibes but we're we're just i'm not gonna say a vibe check but where are we on the concerned scale
1: um not any more concerned than we have been all season it's been the same story all season so i can't be super concerned we know they're pretty close to unbeatable at home but we also know like they're missing two very key players right now so i'm not super concerned And at the end of the day, I'm concerned once they lose. Like, once they lose, lose. And they have no more season left. That's when it's like, oh, well, you know. They got to get out of these habits, though. They got to get out of these habits somehow at some point, or else they're just going to lose. You know,
0: I just hope that when Wiggs does return, assuming he does, that I mean, he's missed so much time, so there's going to be conditioning and getting back into shape and if he's on or off but then there's just like whatever the situation is that's keeping him out you know
1: It won't go away when he's back
0: no exactly
1: Uh, yeah so you just gotta pray it's you know everything works out for the better how about you what's your what's your concern level Like I'm gonna bit. always
0: believe in the Warriors, but it's it's a lot of adversity, and and maybe it's not. Well, it is, but I mean, like like today we heard about Looms, was it Hip and Andre, like something, and some of this stuff might be more like out of an abundance of caution than it is like they just mm-hmm. can't and shouldn't play or whatever. Um, cause we know in the postseason people are playing banged up, but like the way that we're saying, like, this team sort of just needs everybody. You know, it's like... But look, maybe, like, Steph got a big rest, so maybe that's a good thing, and... Uh,
1: One thing I, that we haven't had to worry about this season is Steph Curry. <laughs> individually. Right.
0: But I'm just, like, you know, with Andrew, like, it was kind of taking him some time to get into rhythm, whatever. But I guess to the extent that he had injury earlier, that should be, like, fully like, okay now. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, it's just a lot of things. You know, like we said, like, Dre's fingers banged up. So, it's just, it's a lot to overcome. It's a lot to overcome. Um,
1: They're going to have to get so, a few breaks. Yeah. They're going to have to get a few breaks. And, I mean, we keep saying it. It could potentially be The Kings in the first round, obviously, the way the Warriors are playing, you cannot just book the Warriors to beat the Kings, but they should beat the Kings. Um, And they are now in prime position to see the Kings in the first round. They are in sticks. So, some people will say, look at that and say, that's not the worst thing in the world, but you're super close to the (laughs) play-in. So... Something's something's gotta give. Hopefully everything works out. Like I said, they gotta they gotta get a few breaks. Get some easy matchups or some easier matchups, first and second round. Get them some time to get into a rhythm. Get Wiggins a rhythm, get Gary a rhythm, everybody healthy. And then at that point is, you know, we're gonna take off. But gotta get there in one piece, gotta get there in rhythm.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Yeah, like I said, I don't got more to say about them. So we the when's the next game? Thursday?
1: Right back at it. Today's only
0: Tuesday. Goodness gracious. So we'll be back Thursday. (laughs) And then what the other game is Saturday?
1: Yeah. They
0: got a game like every other day, right? For like a minute.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much for the rest of the season, it's like every other day. They got one more back-to-back in there.
0: Yeah. So y'all will be hearing from us. (laughs) I guess that's the answer. More content. Uh, All right. We appreciate y'all. Y'all know the drill. Thank you. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Five stars only. Um, Follow us. You see it here on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube at Golden Spaces Pod for Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Share it with a friend. (laughs) Tell people about us. I'm just like, we're so appreciative of the support, especially in a season where the Warriors are so wonky, right? Like that y'all have been giving us the support that you have and are tuned in and dialed. And still. I think just we appreciate it but it shows how much like we as a fan base are into the warriors so we definitely appreciate y'all and we will do our best to help us all like go through it <laughs> all i know is the win the win is gonna be so much sweeter justin facts
1: facts all right
0: All right, y'all, until next time, take care.